Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast. You could have chose to spend your time anywhere. You rock with me today. Thank you. I never take that lightly. Before we get into it, let my beat drop. Yes, yes, that's right. Welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact. And if you ain't in shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen to the Medicine Ball Podcast where we focus on giving your brain a six pack by exercising your mind. Now exercising your mind means that you actively think about and deal with all situations by first seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed and or comfortable in doing. Now if you're someone who struggles and wants to get better at thinking about things beforehand as opposed to reacting in ways that require less effort, well just like anything you want to get better at, it does require training practice and work now i'm well aware that thinking about things beforehand as opposed to responding off instinct does require effort and who doesn't prefer things that are easy well the first step my friends can be very easy and that's to begin to look at all things from an unbiased point of view which in itself will increase your curiosity in life now exercising your mind won't give you all the answers you will however begin to look at things with more peace understanding and patience while simultaneously equipping yourself with more tools and strategies to help you effectively deal with this thing called life now before we go any further i'm no doctor no psychiatrist no psychologist i have however been diagnosed with bipolar disorder level one for 16 years and to be honest i got to a point in my life where i was looking at the person i was becoming versus the person i wanted to be and that among other things required me to look at my mental health responsibly so whether or not you're diagnosed or know someone who's diagnosed or have symptoms or just want to know more about it it doesn't matter maybe you're one of the many people who could just use some tips tricks and different ideas to help you get through day-to-day life pull up a seat kick up your feet this is your family man welcome home no judgment zone this week's episode episode 423 walk to the line i know i sound different but we gonna get into it let's go Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, to a very special two-part episode. So, um, <laughs> man, let's just get into this episode, man, because I know I sound weird. I sound weird to myself, but, you know, we always trying to be adaptable and adjust no matter what life throws to us, which is a little bit about what this podcast is about this episode. So, man, let's just get right into it, man. I'm going to have to remove this pop filter. This is weird for me. So, um, of course I sound different, but, um, you know, I've been speaking on the previous episodes about the things that I've been going through in my life, whether it be death, whether it be work, whether it be spiritual warfare, whether it be financial adversities, whether it be contracts for the podcast, it's just been a lot for me. So, um, last week after I went to my cousin's funeral services rest in peace um i literally hopped in the car with my frat brother and if you're following me go follow me and uh like subscribe and share but go follow me on uh, all my platforms at medicine ball ls3 medicine ball ls3 number three but anyway um i got in the car with my frat brother and i live in atlanta georgia and we drove nonstop to where he's currently located which is vancouver washington I am currently in Vancouver, Washington. <laughs> now, um, I've been, and, and I wouldn't consider this necessarily a vacation, because as you guys can see, I'm still doing a podcast. I'm still working. Um, but in a way, it is because it's a change of scenery for me. But long story short, um, I, 
I, I talk often about like spiritual warfare and I'm gonna bring all this together and, and the things that I kind of go through on that end, but I immediately started seeing like the devil trying to get me not to go on this trip. But well, I'm gonna get into that because it relates to the episode, but I could see him not trying to get me to go on a trip. So right off the bat, the issue and first was what I'm gonna do with Mamba. Right. Because it's just like me and him have an attachment. And pretty much since I adopted him, I work from home. I've been around him like at least 90 percent of his time since he's been adopted. And that's just like all together. That's counting times that I've gone out and I've gone places, et cetera, et cetera. 90 percent of his time. So the initial thing was. Well, let me back up a little bit. So my frat brother needed to. um he moved to Oregon and I ain't gonna put his business out there, but he moved to Oregon for, I mean, not Oregon, Washington for a very, very good reason. Very righteous reason. Long story short, he needed to come back to Atlanta to grab some stuff and he needed, you know what I'm saying? He asked me if I could help. I wanted to help, whatever, whatever. Right. Boom. I, I saw the devil trying to like block, block it immediately or start putting doubt in my mind immediately because he got the car, but and it's not on him. I wouldn't think about it. He didn't get a hitch. Long story short, the plan was to get the car um, with a hitch, with a trailer to pack up his stuff and go up there. Right. So all of that, because I have, was just talking about Mamba. So let me let me go back to that part. So he that was the first thing. So after I finally came to terms that he was going to go, boom, it was going to work out because my frat brother was supposed to have the hitch. And that would have given us enough space for Mamba to be comfortable. It was a 38-hour drive, right? Didn't get the hitch. It was too much to get the hitch. But my frat brother's a thinker like I am. And um, I really don't like saying frat brother because he's just my brother. But he's a thinker like I am. So he couldn't stop. He got a job. He had to get back, right? So um, we turtled it, tur turtle. We turtled it up. And basically with some crank straps. I don't even know if that's what you call them, but you, you crank them joints and you strap them together. And we put this device on top, which is like a Teflon bag that could fit four suitcases. But we just put clothes in there. Man, we hopped in this joint. We left. And uh, I feel a little bit better. I played back the audio and I sound decent. We're going to work with it. But that's part of the thing. So I saw the devil first because like. With everything going on, like with my podcast you know i got sent a a nine-page contract man i'm still trying to get a lawyer to work that out i'm going through stuff with finances with how i view relationships with my spiritual growth with wanting to fast i'm going through staying diligent at work becoming more efficient i'm going through just like a ton of stuff and then the deaths that i'm facing are causing me pain right so boom so when when he didn't have the hitch and I knew that Mamba was gone kind of because, okay, so let me tell that part. So once I decided like, okay, boom, Mamba's going to ride with us. I was like, yo, how this dude going to get back, right? Because it would have been the easiest thing would have been for me to just like ride with my frat brother up here, find something to do with Mamba for like two weeks and then boom, just fly back. That would have been the easiest thing to do. But once I decided to take Mamba, I added another obstacle, which I added when I got the dog, but I had to deal with it. So I started researching and I had finally settled on just like paying the astronomical price. And I do mean astronomical, like more than two human tickets, right? Astronomical price to fly him back. 
and I got to keep my phone on, y'all. I'm a little bit hungry out here in uh, Washington. But anyway, bear with me. <clears throat> so then me being a nerd, I just started doing more research on it. And I'm going to tell you the thing where I was just like, nah, I ain't going to do it. Man, I had looked at like what they were saying about like you're getting your pet to their destination. And I said, I seen something that said, yo, we cannot guarantee that your pet will depart or arrive at the same time. You will. And I was like, Oh hell nah, nah. And at this time I'm looking at this dude and I'm thinking about him being like in a cargo bay, et cetera, et cetera. So at this point I decide, yo, I'm going to drive back. Now, Without going too much into my family business and what we got going on, I prayed to God and I was like, yo, God, I need you to give me a sign if this is not what I need to do. If I don't need to, because y'all got to understand, it's still something. You know what I'm saying? You're It's pretty much a cross-country trip. It's 2,800 miles away. You know what I'm saying? It's a three-hour time difference, man. We going to get into all that. We going to get into all of that. But I was like, yo, guy, give me a sign if I don't need, I need to go. I know the devil's after me. Long story short, through my sister, which I love her, my youngest sister, he he didn't give me a sign not to go. He gave me a sign to go, right? So some things worked out financially. I ain't going to go too much into that, right? So boom. So I was like, okay, cool. So now at this point, I had went ahead and um was like, cool, I'm going to drive back. And when I drive back, I'm going to actually take the vacation from my job and do a cross-country trip where I stay at like, you know what I'm saying, two or three hotels and make it like, because we did the trip nonstop for two for a day and a half drive. When I come back, you know what I mean? I was just like, yo, I'm going to do it for like maybe a week or whatever it takes. So it's like I'm getting over these adversities and God's helping me to get over these adversities as they're coming. And the pain that's still there from the deaths and the relationships and just me facing my thing, it's a lot to bear. So when the thing happened with the, now, boom, so now we're caught up. So now I'm going on a trip, right? Um, But the thing happened with the hitch. So I started getting in my head again. I'm like, damn, if this man Mamba's going to be sitting in this little small compartment space, like what's the difference between that and flying them? Right. So long story short, and this all goes back to the microphone and why it sounds different. Yo, I had to I had to consolidate some stuff and I had to do it quickly. So I had to take the stuff that matters. The first stuff that matters is I got to keep my income coming. That's my work computer and my uh, my own personal computer. Them is the two ways I could keep my income coming in. Boom. But in my rush and my haste and my annoyance, I wasn't able to grab not only even all the cords, but even my little portable mic that I started out doing the podcast with. So long story short, it's still a blessing because my um frat brother is one who was on a previous or I did some previous podcast work with him. He had a mic, which is what I'm using. I know that I've been blessed enough with the engineer skills to touch it up. We're going to do that and we're going to make it happen. So we're going to continue with the title of the episode being Walk to the Line and the Kobe Bryant reference because... I was like, <clears throat> sorry. So I was pretty much like, man, okay, so now I'm mobile, right? And just in general, not just uh, in reference to traveling, but just like in reference to video and sheer workload and things that I have to take care of. I needed to end the podcast season just not even to even get a break, but just to allow me space to even do more other things that I'm busy with. So um, even this episode is going to drop on a Monday. Um, It's going to be probably like whatever time it is, my time, depending on where everybody is who's listening to this, it's probably going to be Tuesday morning. 
And in my perfection type mind state, which we shouldn't do, right? I don't like it, but what can I do about it, right? So I was like, okay, boom, I'm going to put it together and actually make it two parts. So let's get a little bit into the walk to the line. So one of the things that's always been like really dope to me about Kobe Bryant, man, like can't nobody tell me nothing about Kobe, but it was a game and um, you could go Google it. You could go look on YouTube, but long story short, he tore his Achilles. Now, mind you, this is the same injury that people have been like rolled off in wheelchairs for people have to get help from their you know, teammates for help them limp off the court. Kevin Durant is probably like the most recent, the most recent example of this happening and what happened to him when he was playing for Golden State in like game six, right? Kobe Bryant tears his Achilles, gets up, and the game is still on the line, right? And he walks to the free throw line with the torn Achilles and shoots and makes two clutch free throws and walks off the court unassisted. Now, I don't know what you guys know about a torn Achilles, but go Google it, right? And at the bare minimum, just go look at, like, people who have had that injury in basketball and other sports and what happens after they have that. Just pay attention to that. To pay attention to, like, what happens after that. Like, they're going to get helped off the floor, and them shooting the free throws is, like, unheard of. Now, people may attempt it now because Kobe's already set that precedence. But my whole thing was he had to be in pain. You know, I'm a huge Kobe Bryant fan, but one thing about life in my situation, I started to think about, and a lot of people I think is, man, you have to still make sure that you can operate and hit the gimmies or the, the clutch free throws or the things that are right in front of you in, in tough situations where you may have some pain, man. And even with me, and this is going to be more into part two where I uh, detail a little bit more about what's happened since I've been in Washington and Oregon, because where I'm located has been blessed enough to be right on the border. But, you know, even with the trip, right? So I now know this um, because I do have friends who, you know, know about the rental car business. But long story short, if you're going to take a car to another location, you're going to have to pay a fee to get it back. But 10 times out of 10, they're going to give you a car that they don't want. Now, I didn't know this and think about this ahead of time, but it makes sense and it explains a lot. So we get a 2021 probably Nissan Rogue and right off the rip, the gas mileage on this joint was crazy, like and not in a good way. Like we had to fill up. Now, again, we went 2,800 miles, but we had to fill up like 10 times. Like we had, and, and, and like, I'll give you an example. The first time we filled it up, the gas mileage might've said like 345, like, you know, how it gives you how much you have and so you can drive, et cetera, et cetera. From that point on, we never seen it above 200. So <laughs> let's just talk about it. So me walking to the line, I believe was making this trick trip. Um, even though a lot of things were fighting, against it and me kind of praying with God and realizing like, yo, it's a chance for me to see the country, meet new people, get new experiences, so forth and so on. And that goes into other things because like now that I'm here and I still have a lot of time, but just like, I don't even want to leave, man. It's so different from Atlanta. But anyway, so the gas mileage is stiff. And like I said earlier, we had to turtle it up and strap this thing to the top of the roof. And we have a mambo with this, right? 
Um, so it's good. And me personally, I have driven as far because the way that they took us is you go all the way up north to like Missouri and then you start going west. Right. So I had been to Missouri before. You know what I mean? And um, I've posted that. I've seen the arch and all of that. But this is the first time we went further. So we kind of made the agreement <laughs> that I would drive at night because that was like what I was better at. And my frat brother would do the driving during the day. So we leave at like 7 or 7.30, 8 p.m. And he drives a good amount of the night. But eventually I have to take over. And um, it was just a journey, man. Uh, shout out to Mamba, who, you know, was very, very adaptable. But once we get up to Missouri, that's when I really tried to kind of lock in and like notice what was going on. Now, I'm going to relate all of this back to gas mileage and just the fun of a cross country trip because it is tedious. You know what I mean? I had uh, initially let my anxiety get the best of me. I was like, man, I didn't bring my snacks. I had food. Did, 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 did. Just think about stuff that just didn't matter. Right. It just did not matter. And that's what it is, man. When you're going through stuff, man, you got to continue to fight through and walk through the line because you never know what it's going to open you up to. It may be something necessary to secure the victory. Boom. So and it's so much stuff that I have recorded and stories that I have. And that's kind of the beautiful thing of it that I wanted to announce. I will be spending uh, a lot of time kind of consolidating the videos, the photos and the footage and just hitting y'all with all of that on the YouTube. I'm going to use that to kind of branch into my opening up of my YouTube video since I've been having a lot of issues with that. But that's neither here nor there. But so I'm riding with my frat brother. And we talk about everything, life, women, religion, responsibilities, being a man, racism, money, everything. Um, We learn a lot about each other's driving habits. You know what I mean? I think we had gotten off an of exit. And it's like a culture shock. You know what I mean? And and. and, and so it's like in Georgia, when you get off an exit, it's, it's almost like a gas station every exit. When you start getting up north, like I think it was like Illinois around where the gas stations was kind of spread out. And this was like at 3 a.m. in the morning. We had got off of one exit and it said like, yo, the gas station was still a mile off. And my friend brother had kind of pushed it to the limit. But, man, we get off this exit. We're going down the darkest road known to mankind. Um. And even that was like a little funny or dope experience because we couldn't see no light for the gas station. And I remember I was driving and I was kind of shook because it's like you start to see the differences. Like it wasn't lit up enough. So we hopped back on the expressway, had to keep going and hope we made it. We had a couple of those situations. Hope we make it to the next um, gas station. Now, once we started heading west, man, and I just got to talk about this, man. Yo, I don't want to alienate nobody, but... um. So when my bro had made the, the the journey, he was like posting on his social media, like particular spots and places he were he was at. And he had gotten to a point where it was like pretty much where he said what he said was like where the earth and the sky meet. And I just couldn't fathom that in my head. Like until you go through it, it's nothing you can go, you can't look at a picture or nothing to explain it. But anyway, when I asked him where he was, he was like, man, I'm in one of these flat states, right? So I just didn't know what he meant by that. I was like, why do you keep saying that, man? Bruh, uh, so once we get through Missouri and we start going west, man, yo, it gets weird because I think we hit like Iowa. It was like it was like Missouri, Illinois, Iowa was really close, and then we hit Nebraska. Bro. Um, not a big fan of Nebraska. That was what he meant by one of those flat states. And when you look at it on the map, 
Man, it's just a long state. If you have to drive from end to end to that joint, it's like 400 miles. And I just remember, like, because the time zone changes immediately from eastern to, like, central. But then after that, once you started going towards mountain time, it just feels different. So I remember we was going through this flat state of Nebraska. And at one point, we just hit something. And, man, I promise you, man, we experienced all seasons in this trip. It just went up to, like, 108 degrees. For like 10 hours, bro. 10 hours. So we get through that and the car, right? So now we're realizing that the car is just like a piece of crap and it's it's having issues because the terrain is starting to get a little bit different and we could feel the car doing certain stuff. And I'm just like, geez, man, let's just make it. So boom, once we get through there, not a friend of Nebraska, but I tell you what I am a fan of. And I probably skipped a lot of states, but... This is when it really hit me kind of where I was and when I really started seeing the beauty and the journey and just like really experienced something different. Wyoming, man. Yellowstone National Park is park is in Wyoming, man. When you hit Wyoming, bro, listen. When I tell you, like, I, I would say the last 12 hours of the trip is for real mountain driving. It's so beautiful, though. Wyoming, like the, the rock formations are just different. Um, you could just feel it when you get off the exit everywhere becomes starts being more dog friendly and it's just like flat land and different plants and different vegetation but when you get towards the end of that joint man this is when the mountains start uh, coming and this is the part that had me shook and um, all of this is just testament to just like pushing through and I think it was like I knew like, probably at Missouri, like, I had gone, but it's not until you get to the halfway point, which I feel like is at once you get through Nebraska, right, you get to the halfway point that you um really, it's like, yo, I'm at the point of no return and things is really tr- changing. Wyoming is different, man. And when you start going through the mountains, let me tell y'all something, man. These is real mountains, man. <laughs> so, I'm in Georgia, and I always talk about going to the cabins and everything, and um, I've even been to the Smoky Mountains, right? Tennessee? Nah, bro. No. No. These joints in Wyoming? Yo, a side note. Uh, Idaho is what's after Wyoming, right? Depending on where you go, you might hit a little bit of Colorado. You might hit a little bit of Utah. And I know it sounds crazy, but when you look at the map, it makes sense. But, um, yo, if, if you're on the East Coast, man, you've never, like, driven to the West Coast through some of these states, man, don't let these folks fool you into thinking that, like, Idaho is the home of the potatoes, right? <laughs> when My whole life, when I thought about Idaho, I just thought about a boring state, home of potatoes, wide open plains. No, no sorry, Bob. Man, Idaho is nothing but mountains, bro. That joint is another mountainy state, so... Once you go through Idaho, um, you get into kind of like Oregon, and Oregon leads you up into Washington, and it's just like, man, um, if you follow me, go follow me, man, Medicine Ball LS3 on Instagram. I have posted some of these waterfalls, and I've, you know, once I got into Washington, I've already gotten a chance to kind of like touch people and make relationships. Um, one lady... Yo, and y'all gonna have to just tune in, man. And that's why it's gonna be a part two. Um, one lady, I don't even know how, but long story short, I'm up in some mountains in Washington where I ain't even got no service and I have a medicine ball shirt on. And just pulling over to the side of the road, like it's that dope. 
you be up in the mountains, you just pull up, pull over to the side of the road. It's just like a waterfall right there. And the water is so blue. It's just like something you would see on TV if you've never experienced it before. But long story short, it, with doing that with somebody that I had met um, here who's a local and um, helping me with the hiking. Because, man, I got a loaded story, man. That's why part two is going to be easier for me to get out. Um, and it's going to be the last episode of the season, but you guys will have to follow my video uh, vlog, rather, my vlog, rather. But anyway, two people just come walking down this road, man. It's like country, but not country. And in some conversation with them, it was a, one, a young lady who, uh, I guess her job has her in a situation to where she cannot leave from the mountains and her little cabin resort and i posted this cabin online so if y'all want these visuals to this beautiful stuff i'm talking about i've already begun providing it so go check it out but uh i had a chance you know i don't know how the conversation happened guy works but long story short i had out like mentioned medicine ball she was like oh i need to talk to you and now mind you i'm from georgia man um i don't know how else to say it if you run up on some white people in the mountains where i'm from they probably are going to be racist. I mean, I don't even know how to say it. They probably not even going to want to talk to you. But here was this lady, and this is one thing I like about what I've seen so far here, who was just like, she didn't even see race. You know what I'm saying? Like, who talks to a person they just meet randomly who's a black guy about their mental health? But she has started explaining kind of some things she was going through with it. And I'm not going to get into... Um, the personals of it, but I can see how God works in that way to where I was able to give her just enough to where at the end of it, and it was awkward. I'm, so, I'm I'll be so humble by this, but at the end of that, she was like, yo, can I just give you a hug? And, um, it's just a beautiful place, man. So my whole point for even this part, which is part one, and just giving you guys kind of the trip, the journey where I'm at right now and what I have coming forward it's for those of you all who may be going through something difficult or adversity or a lot of painful situations and, you know, you don't know what to do or you want to give up or you may not want to do anything but recover and rest. And it might be real pain. I want to bring up Kobe, man, because it wouldn't be medicine balling me if I didn't. And I want y'all to go look at that game, man. Just go put in Kobe Achilles game. Just trust me. YouTube, Right. And I want y'all to see um, that situation and, and let me know how it like makes you feel. Reach out to me. You know what I mean? On one of my social medias, wherever you follow me, reach out to me and let me know how that makes you feel when you know that that's a for real something like the tendon snapped, right? And for him to still understand the situation and be that dedicated and that focused to go through and even in that situation motivate other people he motivated me who he's no longer here to even do this to travel right and tell me what kind of feeling that gives you and um yeah let me know reach out to me so yo um this is me getting back in the groove this 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 episode is late right it's a monday the the audio is not gonna sound right however part two is gonna be more detailed about the things me and mom because mom was with me that's the dope thing too like they so dog oriented man like I think I went to the gas station and like everybody they just had their dogs with them everywhere. Like even in this in, in this apartment and a lot of things I got to get over myself or where I'm at. Right. I'm thinking like, yo, I'm a black dude here. Da, 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 man, the, the, the white folks, they don't even care about me. They're like, yo, who's the new dog? 
who's this handsome fella type, right? So I'm excited to give you guys more information. If you're in this area, I will be making a road trip, Mamba and I, back across the United States in about a month. So um, maybe I can start putting together some meet and greets or somewhere I can link up because I'm going to be stopping at various places. I know Arizona, I have some friends out there. I have some friends in Vegas. You know, um, I may hit Colorado. Who knows? Y'all holla at me, man. Continue to follow me. But yo, like I said, when you're going through something different, go check out that Kobe Achilles game. And I urge you to just push through it and walk to the line. Hit the clutch free throws. We're not all born. Well, I'm not going to say we're not born champions, but if you want to be more of a champion, if you want to be more diligent, if you want to learn to be able to fight through life's adversities more effectively without just crumbling and being able to give up, I urge you not only to do the hard thing, but take it a step further and do the clutch thing. Still with your pain, still with what you're going through, realize that other people are watching you may motivate someone else with your story. And that's what I'm doing. Walk to the line. Push through. Keep your head up. This has been episode 423. Episode 424, we're going to end the season. But that's just on the podcast episode uh, with a podcast episode aspect. We'll still have the video, of course. I'll still be available at www.medicineballls3.com. All my social medias. You guys, I'm still getting adjusted to the time, man. That's the other thing we could talk about. I could really extend this because even work, like, it'd be 7 a.m. this time when I'd be having to go to work. But I can even see the um, positives in that because it'd be 3.30 by the time I'm done. And I can still, you know, go attack the rest of my day. But um, I've been getting in a lot of nature hikes, you know, just getting closer to the people and filling it out, man. I'm liking it so far, but we're going to save all of that, man. I appreciate y'all rocking with me until next week, which is this week, but it's all week. You know what I mean? Whatever, man. Until the next episode, man, I appreciate y'all rocking with me. Y'all stay up. Keep your head up. I love y'all. Thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah.